We all know the role that marketing plays in generating brand awareness for your business. And this brings to mind the word assets, because we need assets, particularly marketing assets. Now, as the person who owns your business and runs your business, you are arguably the main asset for your business, but we need more than just you, right? Otherwise, it becomes lots of work to always be doing the marketing. You need things that do the marketing for you. And these are what I mean by marketing assets. So, well, this week, we're going to focus on what those assets are, the kinds of assets that you can use, the kinds of ones which I've used. And I'm going to list a number of assets that you can develop to market yourself successfully and grow your client base. This is the Training Business Podcast. Hey, and welcome to the trainingbusiness.com podcast. Every week, we bring you exciting news and interviews with training business experts and training business entrepreneurs from around the world. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Here's your host, Mark Garrett Hayes. Hey, welcome to the Training Business Podcast. My name is Mark. This is the weekly show for self-employed consultants, trainers, coaches, people like you and me around the world. And the focus of this show, in fact, every episode of the show, is on the business of you making money from your programs, your workshops. Maybe you've got courses or you've written a book or so, or you've got some eBooks or keynotes. All of these things are intellectual property. And in some respect, this ties in nicely to what this week's episode is about. I'm a self-employed trainer and also a co-owner of a coaching business. And I've made loads of mistakes over the years. And I therefore, every single week, either have a guest on the show, or it's just you and I where we address something which is relevant to where you are on that journey. And if you've not yet clicked on subscribe or follow, I'd love you to do that right now to be notified of great episodes as they come out. Now, I mentioned before the music that this week we're going to focus on marketing assets because these are the resources and tools and things that you need to share with people. They're the kinds of things that people read, they watch, they use, they fill in, etc. These are things which are branded with your logo. They contain perhaps links back to your website or to your LinkedIn profile. And they're assets because they do the heavy lifting of getting your message out to your potential buying public. Let's give you some examples. So your LinkedIn profile, I'm sure you have one like me, contains some pictures as well as some client testimonials maybe. And this makes your LinkedIn profile a marketing asset. Let's say you've got some PDFs or checklists which people can download from your website. Well, these are marketing assets too. Let's imagine that you've got some videos on Vimeo or YouTube. Those are also marketing assets. If you've got some reports or articles in a blog or something which people can subscribe to, read, consume, these are also great examples of marketing assets. These are things which you've put time and money and energy into developing and these marketing assets do the work of communicating value even when you're not there. This is why they're often called evergreen. People can access them, they can use them, they can uh, do something with them and get value from them 24-7, 365 days a year. Are you with me so far? I'm sure you are. I'm sure you're nodding your head. And Assets are called assets because they're valuable. Think like a house or an apartment. 
This is something which is owned by you, and it makes money for you even when you're not there. What I'm talking about this morning are assets which are intangible. They are things which exist on a website, or they're things which exist on a landing page, or they're things which exist, perhaps like this podcast episode, they're things which people can access, can consume, and people want those kinds of things. So what are those things for you? What are the things that you think would communicate value to a prospective or to an existing audience? When I'm thinking of sharing things with my audience, I'm not just thinking of writing something down. I'm thinking of how I can perhaps design this in a way that people can access it even when I'm not there. So I'm using my assets to help people, but also to communicate my authority on a subject to people. I wrote a book called Sales Coaching Essentials two and a half years ago. It cost approximately 15,000 pounds just to write, not even to market. But it's now an asset because it helps people and it helps me get the attention of prospective buyers and sells them my sales coaching program and my authority on the subject. So you can think of a book as a super asset because it can be used to create multiple assets from that one source. If you've got an idea for an ebook, you could take multiple ebooks and produce them as one book. So that's another way of repurposing things. Or as I've done, you take one thing like a super asset, like a book, and from that you can make multiple assets, for example, checklists, quick guides, even an email course. So this is one of the things that you have to keep in mind when you're creating assets. How can I use them to serve people, to communicate value and authority on a subject? And to be efficient, how can I take these things and make them into multiple things or repurpose them into multiple assets? Now, you might think, well, what's the point of doing that? Well, For example, let's say there are people who say to me, as people have said, could you make an audiobook version of this? Well, that becomes an asset. Or could you give me a workbook, which I could use in conjunction with the actual book? That's an asset. So in one sense, it's the same source of content, but that source of content can be used to create multiple other streams of content. So when you are creating assets or marketing assets for your business, you really want to create something which you can repurpose and use in different ways. I gave a copy of my book to a social media creator two years ago, and she used it to create multiple tweets as well as six months worth of LinkedIn posts. And this is exactly the point. It's been clever. It's saying, how can I take something I've done and create this in multiple ways so people can consume it in different ways? So some people might like posts. Some people prefer articles. Some people want to listen to you like a podcast episode. Some people want to watch a video of you. These are all ways to create multiple assets. Now, I wrote the book with short sentences, very much on purpose, so I could easily create LinkedIn posts or tweets from any chapter in the book. And I've also used it to create a program, which I've since sold to several businesses. And this also is something I want to address this morning. If you ever plan to sell your business, all of these assets have value. Think like a prospective buyer, okay? Let's say you're buying a building. 
if you have more than one apartment in that building, you've got more than one asset in that building, and therefore you've got more value in the building. So what a prospective buyer of your consulting brand or your training brand wants to pay for, if there's value in them, are assets which together make your brand sellable or buyable. So a prospective buyer of your consulting brand or your coaching or training brand will pay more for your business as a whole if the assets within the business are useful, valuable, and sellable. Why would someone buy a bar or a nightclub or a factory? It's because it contains multiple kinds of assets, the people, the systems, the procedures, the IP or intellectual property. So I'd like you to ask yourself, which other assets do I have? Perhaps you've got some framework or a model in your mind which have, you know, which has not yet been put down on paper. Is this something which could become a guide? How can you make this real? Take it from your brain and transform this into something which people can read or access or watch. Have you got some checklist which gives people a step-by-step series of action points to follow? Could you create some guides or something in a digital format or something printable as a calendar or as a physical thing. I'll give you an example. So right now, one of the ideas I've come up with with my team is to create a series of cards which can be used by my clients in coaching sessions. This is not necessarily a complex things to do or thing to do. It will require some planning, but that becomes an asset because when I'm offering the service or program to prospective clients, I can say there are group accountability sessions. I can say there are also guides on how to run those sessions. There's the coaching out of a box pack, which people can use to run their own coaching sessions. There's a train the trainer deck, which people can use to walk people through those coaching sessions. So the content is taking various forms and to a client or to a prospective buyer of your business, These are all assets which hold value, okay? So you've got to really put your thinking cap on here and say, what do people need in what format? And how can I create this in a way that people can access? And what's the price tag, of course, to put on this thing? So when I'm planning out a journey with clients, I'm thinking of those things I've mentioned, uh, the group accountability sessions, the guides for that, the one-to-one sessions, the guides for that the insights workshops, the guides for that. All of these things become assets because they are something that someone can use, they can follow and get value from. Even though I've written a book, I find writing can be quite arduous and time-consuming and even energy-consuming. And the thing is that once you've written or produced a good asset, whether it's a PDF or a Word deck or some kind of PowerPoint presentation, it's valuable Okay, you've invested time, money, and energy in this, and it can be used in so many different ways. And you never have to recreate this again from scratch. You can simply update this. So your website is also a marketing asset. There was a time when it took a lot of money to create assets such as websites. But these days, um, the website actually isn't the most valuable asset because websites can be replicated. They can be copied. It's the traffic that you manage to direct to your website. That's an asset because that's what people are buying. You know, your website's just a series of pages in HTML. But the audience that finds that valuable, the traffic to that website, that's an asset. It may seem strange, but it's true. So if I'm thinking of selling my business, which I am in about five or six years' time, 
I want to be able to pr- prove that there's an asset in the form of an, of an audience which people um, will buy because they're buying the audience. They're not just buying the website. But a website is useless unless it has a steady organic growth of visitors who land on the website, interact with the website, and take action. They download things like the assets I've mentioned. You don't have to hire a web developer to create a world-class website. There are many templates you can create. Theme Forest, that's T-H-E-M-E, themeforest.com is one website where I've downloaded themes and customize them myself, but you can hire people to do this for you. You can even these days use AI to build a website for you, or you can use sites like Wix to customize a theme. Websites change, but the domain name needs to be consistent. So your domain name is also a marketing asset because over time people will associate you with your domain name and know where to go. Another asset is your social media account. Strictly speaking, though, these aren't really your assets because you never really own your social media account. They can be taken from you anytime. If you break the rules of a social media platform, for example, if you invite too many people to connect with you, you might fall foul of the rules. And if a platform's algorithm or its rules change, your profile can be removed or deleted or downgraded. It does happen to people. Fingers crossed it has never happened to me. It could, though, happen to you. Experts say that you should use social media to get people onto your own platform, your own asset, like your website or your own email list, which is the next marketing asset I want to address this morning. Your email list is the list of all the subscribers who've been willing to give you their email addresses and want to hear from you. It's a permission or a permission-based marketing asset. And as marketing assets go, your email list is extremely valuable. Again, if you ever intend to sell your consulting brand or training brand or coaching brand, a quality updated email address list is extremely attractive or attractive. In fact, many people say that an email list is far more important than your consulting or your coaching website. If you've written articles for other publications or websites, and if these publications have a large readership, then these also become marketing assets even though you don't own them because they're on someone else's website or magazine, they are still marketing assets. I wrote an article for a magazine called Coaching at Work in January 2023, and at the end of the article, there was a link, or still is in fact, a link back to my website. So this becomes a marketing asset. Again, I don't actually own the magazine or article, so it's not in my control, but it's still a marketing asset. If you've got courses on platforms like Udemy or LinkedIn Learning, these are also valuable marketing assets. Even simple YouTube videos, which generate traffic to your website or landing pages, are also marketing assets. You get the idea this morning. Anything, anything which raises the profile of your brand contributes to that brand's awareness and that brand's profitability is a marketing asset. I can't tell you which marketing assets will work for you, but the more of them that you develop, the more of them that you try, the more you'll know which ones are right for you and your brand. And the secret is to develop one or two marketing assets at a time, try them out, measure their effectiveness. If they don't work for you or increase the value of your brand or increase your business profitability, then drop them because they're not worth it. My top three three marketing assets are my book, 
my podcast, and my keynotes, which always get me some kind of lead on stage. And the next three then, as I'm thinking about this, would be my LinkedIn profile, my videos, and my newsletters. So the question is, before we wrap up today, is which marketing assets do you have right now? Which marketing assets do you need to create? How will you create them and measure their effectiveness? Take this one step at a time. Put your voice into your marketing assets so that people don't just read something or watch something, but feel a connection with the person who made that marketing asset, that thing, in other words, you. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. And thanks for sharing this show. If you've got people whom you think would benefit from this, if you've got some suggestions for the show, let them know and let me know. You can email me, mark at trainingbusiness.com. Until next Thursday, when I hope to have you back here again, look after yourself. Bye for now. once more for listening to this episode of the trainingbusiness.com podcast. See you next time.